So, Liam, Mm -hmm. you know this from working on Rich and Daily, over a hundred episodes in. Ooh. (laughs) There's a real yin and yang to the world of celebrity gossip. Sometimes there's not much to talk about and we have to really stretch. And at other times, it's like the universe is giving us a gift with a celebrity or a project that provides us with truly an endless stream of juicy, bizarre, and sometimes salacious content. Mm-hmm. And so I'd like to take this time to say thank you, universe, for giving us Don't Worry Darling. Yeah, thank you, universe, for giving us the gift that, honestly, we never asked for and maybe we don't even deserve. Yeah, uh, that's exactly accurate. And yeah. I feel like if there's one thing we can say for sure, it's that Olivia Wilde's new movie, Don't Worry Darling, it's truly the gift that keeps on giving. Oh, yeah. And it seems like no matter how hard everyone associated with the film tries to keep the attention focused on it, it's just not happening. No. It's not happening with Harry Styles, Florence Pugh, and now Chris Pine. Yeah, and the latest chapter in this ongoing saga is Mm -hmm. everything that went down at the Venice Film Festival. And the internet, being the internet, cannot stop talking about one truly like jaw-dropping moment that absolutely made everyone do a spit take. Mm, I see what you did there. Well, I'm clever. <laughs> From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. And filling in for Brooke Siffrin, who's off this week, I'm Liam Garrow. It's Wednesday, September 7th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. Okay, so at this point, you have to literally be under a rock to not have heard about Olivia Wilde's new movie, Don't Worry Darling. It's been genuinely plagued with drama ever since the camera started rolling, it seems. Yes. There have been cheating rumors involving Olivia and Harry Styles, who stars in it, to stories about some major friction between Olivia and Florence Pugh, who's the movie's other star. And it just feels like this movie has honestly had more drama than a movie probably has in its script. Yeah, (laughs) truly. I don't even know if we need to see the movie at this point. No. So Don't Worry Darling had its premiere on Monday at the Venice Film Festival, and the drama somehow got heightened after Florence walked the red carpet and had some choice words that, of course, people online are interpreting as an attack against Olivia. Yeah, so the Venice Film Festival is apparently going to be Flo's only stop to help promote the film. Her Mm -hmm. rep said it had to do with, you know, scheduling conflicts because, you know, she's going to be, like, in that new part of the Dune movie. Yep. But, of course, everyone is reading into this, and they're like, no, this is you just trying to distance yourself from this movie. Which, by the way, they're right to say, because Timothy Chalamet, of course, is the star of Dune, and mm, that guy's at the... (laughs) He's at the festival. He's, like, partying it up and just, like, wearing, like, super slick as hell, you know, red jumpsuits. We love... Oh, yeah. Yeah. And speaking of, like, outstanding red carpet moments, when Flo was walking the red carpet... Oh, gosh. Oh, get ready. Yeah. (laughs) She gave an interview to an Italian news outlet, and when she was asked what she found inspiring about Don't Worry Darling, she said, I think it's very inspiring to see a woman push back and say no and question everything. It's very exciting to see a woman do that on and off camera. That's it. The and off camera? Girl, shots fired. I mean... Here's the thing. Celebrities, like, 
you can't convince me otherwise that they don't know what they're saying when they say it. Like, oh, no. Especially when you've been in the public eye for as long as Flo has, as long as all of the people in this movie have. Like, yeah, this is an amateur hour. (laughs) No, professionals only. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So in case anyone was holding out hope that somehow Olivia and Florence were on good terms, which is probably me. I was holding out hope that this was all just the media being dramatic. I know. Well, you kept saying those nightly prayers. You're like, I hope they're okay. I know. I hope they're okay. <laughs> they're not being answered because Florence's reply seemed to kind of light a match to that theory after fans noticed she didn't interact with Olivia at all when they walked the red carpet. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I love watching actors walk the red carpet together. Like they'll have little sides with each other. Like in Hunger Games, when Jennifer Lawrence and Josh Hutcherson were walking the red carpet. Like, it's just Mm -hmm. fun watching them interact with each other. They're like celebrating. We're like, we did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was not the case, it seemed, for Florence and Olivia. Hell no. And this allegedly carried over into the screening where Florence wouldn't even make eye contact with Olivia Wilde. Oh, no. And by the way, in case anyone's like, oh, maybe they're okay, Florence literally seemed to go like out of her way to be like, I will talk to everyone but you. I'm going to let Chris Pine take a picture of me on his little Kodak camera. Yeah. I'm going to like schmooze with Nick Kroll. And, you know, after the screening, the movie received a four-minute-long standing ovation, which, like, wonderful, great. Yeah. But Florence was like peace and she actually she was like goodbye and she left three minutes into the standing ovation which a lot of people like sort of felt like oh it could have gone on longer but then everyone was like oh I guess she's gone so I guess I guess we're done now we've never clapped somebody out (laughs) yeah yeah usually or at the very least like usually we leave as a group you know yeah 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 And of course, because the tension between like Olivia and Florence has been so palpable, Olivia was, of course, asked about it during a press conference to promote the film. I can't say enough how honored I am to have her as our lead. She's amazing in the film. And as for all the endless tabloid gossip and all the noise out there, I mean, the Internet feeds itself. I don't feel the need to contribute. I think it's sufficiently well-nourished. Can I tell you what I love about this? Okay, Arisha, you ask me literally any question. Here's my impression of what that answer sounded like. Okay, Liam, are you going to eat a hamburger for dinner? It's so funny. So I was born in Ottawa, and then I moved to Halifax (laughs) when I was a kid, and then I moved, like, just not answering the question Mm -hmm. at all, which to me is like 101 of like, hi, there's obviously a problem. I will not be discussing it here. Like I said, these are seasoned pros. That's right. This isn't their first rodeo. No. And the thing is, like, this isn't even all of the drama with this movie. Like, genuinely. No. I wouldn't be surprised if this is, like, the plot of America's Sweethearts, where there actually isn't a movie yet. And they're just, like, (laughs) drumming up all this drama to distract from the fact that they haven't gotten their movie from Christopher Walken. Ugh, and really, where's John Cusack when you need him? (sighs) Truly. I ask myself that every morning. Mm. But the next mystery that people online have been trying to crack honestly, like, nonstop since it happened, took place during the film's screening when it looked like Harry Styles spit on Chris Pine. Yeah. Okay, so here's... We're going to do our best to, like, provide a play-by-play of what went down in the video. So it's like, okay, they're gearing up for the screening. They're going to sit down. Mm -hmm. Harry looks like he's bending down to take his seat, but then, like, in the video, you see his lips move. Like, they kind of purse out. Maybe, like, he's going to spit. Mm -hmm. And then, like... 
Mm-hmm. And you know what? Listen, he had no problem smooching Nick Kroll after the screening. Yes, that's what I'm saying. He's a kisser. Start with Chris Pine and with Nick Kroll. We always say this. <laughs> um, and so like, so it looks like maybe, wait, did you spit? And then there's like this flash, right? There's like this mm-hmm. look of Chris where he like, frankly, honestly, the expression on his face is like, was I just spit on? Like, he almost has this humored, like, bewildered expression on his face. Yeah. And then he kind of, like, I guess giggles to himself. And he, like, reaches down, throws on his sunglasses right before the film plays. Okay, we obviously have to talk about this. No question. What happened? Was it spitting? What's your take on this? I know you've been lost to the depths of Twitter trying to figure this out. And I'm curious what you've discovered or what you think actually happened. Well, you know, I called Rich and Daly CSI team and Mm -hmm. we're freeze framing, we're zooming, we're, you know, zeroing in, we're zeroing in. No one slept for hours. Like, it's wild. I forewent my nap. Like, this is serious. Huge. And you have not even had a glass of milk in 48 hours. Like, this is extreme. I can't even speak to that. It's it's traumatic, but we have to solve this. This is the thing that's bewildering about the video. Mm -hmm. It's like you see everything but the spit. Yeah. It's like all the pieces of the puzzle are there except for like... Boom, the central image. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. My thing is, I, at one point, I mean, I went all over the map with what this could have been. Yeah. And at one point, you know when you yawn and spit comes out? (gasps) Yes, because like your tongue presses it down? Yeah. Yes. I was like, it felt like it could be something like that. I mean, obviously he wasn't yawning. We saw that. Yeah. But Chris's reaction to it, to me, read like, a reaction of like, your friend just did something that is annoying, but he's messing with you because you're friends and you're just like, okay, here we go. Like, it didn't read, like, I've seen some comments about there's tension between them. And it's like, it didn't read like that to me. I mean, let's just like call up Angela Lansbury. She's going to reprise her role for Murder, She Wrote and be like, Liam, of all the detectives, that's who you go with. Hey, listen, we're going to be like, this is lighthearted fair. No one got <laughs> killed, but we need you on the case. What is going on? Well, <laughs> what isn't surprising, but is also a little bit surprising, is we've got ourselves literal frame-by-frame analyses of the video. Oh, totally. <laughs> I mean, it's just everywhere. My entire feed is just Harry Styles spit on Chris Pine. And I guess Chris Pine's rep had enough because... They came forward to squash the controversy and called the whole Spitgate uproar ridiculous. Yeah, so in the rep statement, they called this rumor a complete fabrication and the result of an odd online illusion that is clearly deceiving and allows for foolish speculation. Mm-hmm. And they went on to say, just to be clear, Harry Styles did not spit on Chris Pine. There is nothing but respect between these two men and any suggestion otherwise is a blatant attempt to create drama that simply does not exist. You know, this odd online illusion immediately makes me think of that gold blue dress controversy. Do you remember that? I have nightmares about it still, Arisha. Are you kidding me? Yeah, this is just the 2022 version of that. And also, like, I still don't know what actually those dresses' colors were. I'm going to be honest. I know. <laughs> I, like, exactly. I took a pause thing. to like, piece it together and I was like, wait, was it? And I, to this day, no idea. Honestly, the Rich and Daily investigation team is going to have to kidnap Harry Styles tie him up to a lie detector test and get the truth out of him. Because that's the only way we're going to know. Yeah, do that Vanity Fair lie detector video. Let's make it happen. So the movie's called Don't Worry, Darling. And it just seems like everyone involved in it is just worrying. My favorite is the memes and the TikTok videos pretending to be the PR people for Don't Worry, Darling. Like they're just, 
they better be billing so much overtime for the work they have to do. Ugh. And what's crazy to me is the early reviews for the movie have been pretty lukewarm. Like, it's not like they're, you know, calling this the next Sweet Home Alabama, if you will. <laughs> yeah, you know, the, the modern American masterpiece that is Sweet yeah, Home Alabama. Exactly. <laughs> but the question is, is all of the drama surrounding this movie going to be enough to excite viewers to see it? Or is this just a PR disaster and they're going to just be sick of Don't Worry Darling and the movie's going to flop. I mean, it's so funny. I think we on this show tend to err on the side of like, there's no such thing as bad press. And I honestly probably had that point of view up until Monday where I was like, (laughs) oh, I think we have crossed a threshold where like this is now bad press. Bad. Here's like my prediction for how I think the movie will do, even from like a financial standpoint. Mm -hmm. I think it'll perform very well, maybe week one and two, because like all the Harry Styles fans are going to like flock to want to go see it. Right. And then people are going to be like, oh, that movie where everyone argued or, and then maybe there's a weird bad vibe on set. Like, no, bye. Yeah. I mean, I know whenever I see a post about this movie or anybody related to this movie, and that's every time I go online. Yeah. The comments are flooded with people being like, why are we talking about this? Why is this still in the news? Who cares? Yeah. So it just doesn't seem like it's going to bode well for the movie. I mean, I think we can conclusively say, you better start to worry, darling. Is there even a movie? (laughs) No question. To be determined. From Wondery, I'm Marisha Skidmore-Williams. And filling in for Brooke Sifrin, I'm Liam Garrow. This is Rich and Daily. Be sure to tell your friends we've got the hot gas. See you tomorrow, Richies. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 65th National Finals of Distinguished Young Women. Every year, one girl from every state leaves her family, her whole life behind, for two weeks and spends each day training, practicing, preparing. Because to win this competition, she needs to wow a panel of judges with her academic record, her athletic ability, her speaking skills, and a show-stopping talent. I met her and I was like, she's going to win. I wouldn't say I have an ego problem, but I'm extremely competitive. When I sing that song about being a black woman in America, there's going to be backlash about that. Oh, just so happy. So happy. I don't want to see them. I don't want to talk to them. And then we stayed with them for the next year, unpacking just what happened those two weeks in Mobile. I'm Shimoliai, and from Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery, this is The Competition. Follow The Competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to The Competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.